0: Welcome to the WeChat Divorce Podcast, conversations about real people, real situations, and real divorce. Your hosts, Karen Chaloux and Katherine Shanahan, co founders of Divorce You Solutions, share their personal and professional experience to demystify the big business of divorce. Get ready to gain clarity and even have a laugh or two. It's time for WeChat Divorce. WeChat Divorce Podcast number three, being present with yourself and others.
1: Hello, I'm Catherine, I'm here with Karen, and we are your co hosts of WeChat divorce podcast. First off, please know divorce does not define you. It is a part of our story, and it may be a part of your story. And that's okay. You're not alone. And we are here to share our insight and inspiration with you by addressing the good stuff in divorce and the bad stuff, you know, the BS. Hopefully, these podcasts will help you move forward in a positive direction.
0: Are you tuning in because you're experiencing all the craziness that's going on? Are you having a hard time focusing? Are you annoyed or overwhelmed with all of the information and decisions that are being thrown at you? How do you handle it for yourself and for everyone else? Today, we're going to talk about being present. I think we all deal with this in one way or another and this topic came up because Catherine and I were having one of our many discussions that we have throughout the week and um, I was speaking with her about I kinda understand what it's like to go home after a long day and walk in and I can't imagine walking in having gone through a 12-hour day and here you've got the kids the laundry's not done the dishes aren't done Um, I was never a stay-at-home mom. I've always worked and shared the responsibilities with my spouse, my ex-spouse, and so I just was coming into that realization of, you know, how... I, I just understood what it was like for someone to be home and someone to come home from work and then still be expected to engage in all the household activities. And then Catherine said something to me that was very profound and kind of caught me by surprise. And you said...
1: Well, you were actually siding with the the person who wasn't staying at home with the children. Yes. You were siding with the full-time... Yeah, time. I understood. You yeah. were saying, I can understand why they shouldn't go home and do anything. And, and my immediate response, based on my experience, was, I didn't want my ex to come home and take care of the kids and bathe the kids and do the laundry. And I didn't want him to cook and clean the dishes that weren't done. I really just wanted him to be present. Just be present with the time with me and with the kids. You know, respect that I also had a busy day. I also, I wasn't sitting around watching TV and eating bonbons, as he would say sometimes. Um, It's a lot of work to stay at home. I I actually think it's harder to stay at home than it is to go to work. Um, But be present. You know, you can sit there with me and acknowledge that you want to be in my company and that's what most people are asking for.
0: Yeah, and I'm challenged with that because when I go home it's really hard for me to disengage from my day into whatever's going on at home and that that was just so thought-provoking to me. Okay, how do I set that up so by the time I walk through the door I can put my phone down, I can set up everything that happened throughout the day and be present
1: that's the problem I think we all have we have this instant gratification world now we Mm -hmm. want responses immediately I'm a reactor as you know so Mm -hmm. I like to react quickly but disconnecting from our social media all in itself learning to do that retraining ourselves Mm -hmm. you know when you're home you're home you should be home be home with whoever's there acknowledge their existence even and spend time learning about that person I remember uh, my boyfriend, his name is Terry, he said to me one time, because he has no social media, and, he's, and I, about posting pictures. And he said, I'm with the person, when we're out to dinner with somebody, I'm with the people that I want them to know who I'm with. So why do I have to post that for everybody else to see? Right. I'm concerned about who we're with. And it was really provoking to me because I thought, oh, that's so true. Mm-hmm. Why do I have to it share is. it with the whole world who I'm with and just spend that couple of hours with that person I'm with? right so we do have to be present I actually get annoyed now when I'm out to lunch with someone and you have an hour to spend with that person a friend that you spend all this time making this appointment with and then they go on their phone so do you not have this hour to spend with me and if you don't then why why are we here right so I'm trying to do it myself I see that all around us and I know there's a
0: lot of discussion about putting the cell phones down but I think it's deeper than putting the cell phones down I think it's putting the cell phones down and looking at the other person and being there with them. So
1: then, then you have the listening factor that comes in. I have something really <laughs> funny about that that Terry actually said to me this morning when I told him about this um, topic today. <laughs> so he said about the cell phones, he said, yeah, you know, and now you have People have those little things that you have, like on the back of your phone that you pop it out so you can hold on to your phone. Right. And you set it up. We're out to dinner, and you put it down on the table like it's a little mini TV now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, oh, my gosh, I do do that. And why? Like, my youngest child mm-hmm. is 21. Who, who needs me at this point, right? Right. <laughs> and I do have it sitting on the table like it's a TV, like something's going to come up. Mm-hmm. And, and he said, why do you have it set up like that? I go, well, then I could look to see who might be texting whether or not I should respond. <laughs> and he's like, We're out to dinner. You don't need to respond to anyone. <laughs> well, that's
0: imperative. And then we wonder why are there so many divorces? Why are they why do we not know what's going on in our kids' lives? Why do we feel so disconnected? Because we're so connected in a different way. I'm telling you that's been a turning point with me because I do go home, I do put my cell phone away, but it's it's still very hard for me to quiet my mind mm-hmm. and really listen to how was your day? And then when I'm told how my husband's day was, to actually remember what he just said because his pace is so much slower than mine and not n- not in an an important part of the day way, but The way I work, I work very fast and quick, and I I just have a very busy mind. And he's very thoughtful. He does. He's detail-oriented. So when he speaks to me, I have to slow down and listen and process it. Um, So it's just been great. And even with my son and with my friends, it's really been helpful to me to be very conscious of not only just putting the phone down, because I can be okay with that. Um, I'm not quite okay with not picking it up when Mm -hmm. it's silent. But... I can be okay with putting the phone down, but then the listening. It reminds me of that YouTube video where the the, um, the little
1: guy is saying to his mom, listen, Linda, uh, Linda listen. Linda, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: That was I'm a great video. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, Actually, I have two girlfriends that say that to each other all the time. Yeah. Um, it is true. We need to listen more and be, be in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's so important, and I think we've trained our kids not to be in the moment. Because mm-hmm. I, how many times do you go out to dinner? I I actually play a little game in my own head, saying, "Okay, that that couple's headed for divorce," because you'll see them with their two children, and all four of them are on their cell phones. Yeah, you know, wh- you're sitting in a restaurant, and all four of you are on your cell phone. Like, do you not have anything to say to each other during a dinner conversation? Right. You know, I myself actually, I, I'm so guilty. I have to say this that. I have texted my son when he was upstairs, and I'm downstairs. I do now, that all now, the time. Now, is that lazy on my ha- behalf, or I say that's lazy using on both of technology.
0: ours?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. It's <laughs> pathetic. Like, I should get up or make him come downstairs. You know, I'm not a yeller, so I'm not going to yell up the stairs for him. Yeah. So I'll say, dinner's ready. You know, okay. That yeah. would never happen when I was growing up. Right. You know, so maybe we trained our kids to be a little disconnected, too. You know I also remember my kids being really annoyed at my ex because he would be on his phone when they're trying to tell him a story Mm -hmm. and I understood it because that was part of our relationship which is part of the reason why we're divorced as well um, is that they wanted him to listen to them you know not necessarily go to something although he went to all their sporting events but listen to what they're saying and they would just stop saying it then because he wasn't listening
0: yes that that happens And, you know, being married and being a parent is about relationships, and if you can't figure out the relationships, you're going to have a lot of dysfunction going on, and so being present and listening and making that person feel heard and affirmed is so critical. I remember um, a counselor when I was going through my divorce, he, you know, he said, Karen, I know you're busy. You're a single mom. You're working. And so you're not going to have the time with your kids like you wish you did. But just the mere fact of scheduling almost a date with them, even daily, where they can count on you being there for them, they can count on your time, your head, and everything about you, that's enough. And if you can expand on it, that's great. But they only really need consistency and something they can count on. And that that stuck with me as well.
1: I agree with that but the, you have to do the follow through so if you are with them during that time mm-hmm. your phone has to be away I you agree know, your your time is with them and they mm-hmm. will see that and you know what we need to ex- um, require that of them as well yep. this is your time with mom this is your time with me you're not calling your friends while we're together this is our mm-hmm. set date date time basically I used to watch a TV show with my son because so I used to get a little upset you know he wants to do more things with his dad than he wants to do with me so I would actually watch, like, Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> Probably something you would never imagine that I would watch. No. <laughs> but I just loved being in that hour time frame with him. Yeah. You know, just having him there. And, of course, some of the, some of the parts of that show I'd have to, like, turn away because it was, it was a little uncomfortable to be sitting there with your son. <laughs> right. But it was just I enjoyed the time. It was just mm-hmm. the two of us. And they may get
0: annoyed, but...
1: It's okay. it's okay because mm-hmm. they'll
0: look back and respect it and and really those will be the times that they will remember um, it may seem it's kind of like eating your vegetables but they're always glad later that that happened
1: so in defense I want to just sum that up in defense of the stay-at-home mom um, we're not asking; they weren't asking you to come home and do everything right they're asking you to be present with them listen to them understand and and in return The stay-at-home mom has to realize that we also have to give the working parent the time to come home and unwind a little bit before they're present. So set your expectations about that. You know, maybe when you get home, it's a 15-minute, let's unwind, get changed, and then sit Mm -hmm. down and be present with each other, Mm -hmm. not at each other right away when you walk through the door. Everybody needs their little bit of unwind time on both ends of it.
0: Right. I agree with that. So I have a little story about my grandchild. Um, she's six. Her name's Havana, and she's a love. And I took her um, to baseball with me this weekend. There were two games. It was a tournament, so I knew it was going to be a long day. Um, That has nothing to do with my story. We made it through the day. I had a great time with her. She had a lot of fun, and she knows me as well as anybody knows me. But at the end of the day, right before we were leaving to go home. So we'd been on the baseball field for six hours. I was gathering all the toys and all the paraphernalia, the food and all that she had there, trying to get it in the backpack. And she had to go to the bathroom. And so I'm taking her to the bathroom. <laughs> and I was trying to keep the stuff off the floor. So, you know, it's the bathroom. So we get back to the car and we're missing her little DS player.
1: Oh, Nintendo no. Nintendo DS.
0: hmm so Look around. Where is it? Everybody's in a hurry to leave. We can't find it. Ah, oh, remember, I put it on top of the paper towel holder in the bathroom. I run and get it, come back. And she said, Gigi, you really do have a crazy head. <laughs> I know, I can't remember so many things. And she said, Why don't you just try to take your time? Oh, I love her. Oh my gosh, she's so cute too. Havana, you make a great point. Mm-hmm. Just slow down. Mm-hmm. It's okay that we're not out of the parking lot with the whole rest of the world. It's okay. Mm-hmm. And just that thought, she was just very factual about it. Just slow down. It's okay. Perfect. She was probably running around with me the whole time wondering why I was running. So that really spoke to me in the being present. There was no need to hurry. It was still my time with her. And... Um,
1: such a smart little girl that might be one of our best takeaways today is just slow down we all need to slow down
0: yeah one more thing I think we need to touch on especially since we're here and helping you the listeners um, be thoughtful about the divorce process being present in the divorce process will be a very critical and essential um, skill to be developed because when you're going through a divorce You have a lot coming at you all at one time. First of all, you don't know where, sometimes you don't know where you're going to live. You don't know if the kids are going to be okay. You don't know if you're going to have enough money. You don't know how you're going to get up and go to work every day. There's so many elements that can just come crushing at you. And being present is a skill that will get you through each step because if you can just be present in the one, the one topic you have to be aware of that day so if you get up every day and say this is what I have to deal with on my plate today I'll get through it I'll get the resources I need I'll manage it and tomorrow I'll do something else
1: you know it makes me think of when you have two individuals each with their own attorney and they're in the moment of getting a divorce and there's so many issues like you say to cover but they're not in the moment with the attorneys at the same time, so you have the two attorneys going conversation to conversation with each other, and then relaying that to their client. Right. And then you take that same client who may be sitting through a mediation, or a negotiated settlement with somebody, or someone helping them doing it at the kitchen table,
0: mm-hmm. that you as like we to call say. it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And for keeping them in the moment of the decisions that they have to make, they get to actually also hear about the decisions that they're making, like why somebody is standing strong, that they want a certain asset or they want certain time with their children. But being able to communicate together with a neutral person or just each other keeps you, it's such a great skill of keeping you together in the moment of making that decision, rather than letting it go into the hands of somebody else who is going to take you out of the moment they're just making big large decisions based on everything that has happened Mm -hmm. and when you're communicating it with each other because it is your divorce it was your marriage Mm -hmm. and you actually get to hear it you stay in the moment of that decision because your emotions get to be heard right the other person gets to acknowledge that they're hearing you which is we all want acknowledgement of our feelings To be heard. Mm -hmm. Everybody
0: wants to be heard.
1: Which really changes how you get divorced. So it is sticking within that communication. The most you could do together is so beneficial for everybody. Um, And to add to that, Catherine, when when you allow
0: conversation together about any topic, you're you're hearing the other person's emotion and viewpoint. And you don't even have to be defensive about it. Sometimes being present is just listening and hearing and whether their emotion is right or wrong, it's their emotion.
1: Right, listen, you're getting divorced. You're not gonna necessarily agree with what they're saying, or you're going to say, okay, now you're making me angrier, or, yeah, you really at the end afterwards, I promise you, you'll sit back and say, oh, my gosh, thank God he got it. Or, oh, yeah. my gosh, she heard me. She's yeah. apologizing. She or got they're it. never going to get it. And or that's they, OK,
0: too. They agree but to it, disagree. You can still say it. Mm-hmm. Right. hmm. So being present throughout the divorce process is is something that we really work with people to be able to do because um, it'll get you through every day. And so many times I will say to someone, look today, this is what we have to deal with and you're gonna be okay. And that will prepare you for your, the decision you have to make tomorrow and so on and so forth.
1: Listen, how hard is it to know that you're going to a custody hearing and you're so amped up because these are your children it's and huge. somebody else may tell you else what else you want to do. And then you're thinking about the house that you wanna stay in. So you're in the custody hearing. But you're, you know, saying to your attorney or to your representative, but what about the house, which is equitable distribution?
0: Mm -hmm. Do
1: you really understand that there are two different issues that's coming? And how do you stay in the moment of just talking about child custody? Mm -hmm. You know, what do you do to do that? You have to stay focused. Mm -hmm. You have to maybe write a note to yourself and say, today is about child custody only. Mm -hmm. All these other issues will come about at another point. So I'm going to stay right here, right now, and I'm a big journaler, as you know, so I have my book right here with me in case I have to write something down. You should write down in front of you, today is just about this. This is all that's happening today. And then tomorrow or after this is finished, I'll handle the next situation that's arising.
0: Right. I love it. So I'm going to give you all a tool, all of you who are listening, that is very effective. I use it in my life all of the time. And... Um, I talk to a lot of people about it, even my kids. It's called the 24-hour panic roll.
1: Well, we talked about this in the last on the podcast. podcast. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm going to mm-hmm.
0: reinforce it because being present when things come to your mind, you can you can plan to deal with that issue whenever you want to in 24 hours, in three days, in an hour. How about after the conversation? So even if you have to have a pen and paper with you at all times for people who have busy busy minds like I do. Um, I find it very helpful to just write it down, put it on a to-do list so I can stay present. So maybe I need to think of another name for that piece of it because that's not really panicking. Okay, do you
1: remember when we were growing up, they had to stop, drop, and roll at school Yeah. for a fire? Yeah. You have to stop, drop, and roll if there's a fire? Right. So that stuck in my mind. So I, you know me, I can't wait 24 hours to react to many things. Right. (laughs) I am a reactor. (laughs) What I do for myself now is I say, Catherine, stop, drop, let it go. Like I just have my own. So I can't wait 24 hours, but at least if that calms me down. And at least I'll wait 10 minutes so I can clear my head. Mm -hmm. And if I'm sitting, if I were to, I never had to do this, thank God. But if I had to go to a custody hearing... And I was feeling myself, so this could be a tip, if you feel yourself getting angst or you're even out to dinner with your spouse or your ex-spouse or your kids or your boyfriend, whoever, and you see them on the phone or doing something that you realize they're not present with you, just stop, drop, let it go. And then by that silence even, they may put that phone down. They may do something different. You may get over it. Just don't get on your phone, too. Makes it worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: That's true. That exacerbates it. All right. So a couple takeaways we have today is being present. It helps to set boundaries for yourself and others. It helps to quiet the noise in your head so that you can tune in to what others are saying and focus on one thing at a time. So those are the three takeaways that I have.
1: I also think that you should try to let go of the baggage when you're dealing with divorce and just stay in the moment of what's going on. So address whatever concerns you have with your kids or your finances and let go of the past experiences that are making you feel angry at that time. I also think at times with the kids, because I really want divorce to be better for the children so you know it's how you behave before, during, and after the process as the parents is that you have to realize that you love your kids more than you hate your spouse. So think of that always um, and stay in that moment. And you know what? I think we also should be more disciplined with our children. Put the, so- put the phones down. At dinner, this is the rule. There is no phones at dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, this is how I'm going to be. And then you have to practice what you preach because everyone learns from example.
0: Yes, I agree. So thank you all for joining our community. We'd love to hear from you and love to hear positive steps you are taking for yourself every day. Let us know in the comment sections below this recording. Oh, and remember to like our Facebook page and Instagram page. For more information about who we are and what we do, please visit our website at www.divorce-theletteru-solutions.com.
1: Divorce is never easy, and although your life may be changing, change can be good. We want you to know you are not alone, and you will be okay. We'll talk to you soon. We chat because you matter.